My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 1340 a.m. and 98.9 FM. Every show, I bring you the most relevant topics on better health and wellness, and I bring you the best guests in the industry who share the newest and most up-to-date information that we all need to know about. My show streams live every day at 5 a.m., but for those of you that cannot listen live, all of my shows are recorded and podcast and are available for on-demand downloads at stayhealthylasvegas.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Remember to tune into my show often and listen to the on-demand podcast of the show at stayhealthylasvegas.com. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning to you. I hope everything is going wonderful in your neck of the woods. And if not, well, it's early enough. You can go back to bed, sleep for a while, get up and start over again. We could try that. Let's just hope it's going to be a great day. You know, every single day we're learning new things, getting new information, new updates, and updating our own mental computers, if you will. And if we're open, we're learning information that could be life-changing. Sometimes we're a little closed-minded. Sometimes we can be just a bit stubborn. But for the most part, a lot of us are really trying to learn as much as we possibly can to be as healthy as we possibly can. Every day, try to learn a little something new that will make your life better. That's my tip for the day. Welcome to the show. It's the Staying Healthy Radio Show, Monday through Friday. Remember, if you can't listen live, go to stayhealthylasvegas.com, where you can partner up with the store and enter your email address and start getting newsletters and coupons. But even better, you can hear any of the podcast, any of the on-demand podcast from the shows, and listen to the shows when it's convenient for you. Stayhealthylasvegas.com. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're a fully packed, full-service store, making it really easy to be able to have conversations and dialogues and feeling comfortable getting your questions answered and having just a place to go where you can be updated and learn everything that's available and then be able to formulate your own opinions, but be able to have up-to-date information from people that are knowledgeable and experienced and passionate because that's what it comes down to. And there's really nothing else more important than your good health and well-being. Ask anyone who thought they had the world by the tail and everything was going good until they got sick and they found out that all the stuff that was really important somehow went to the back burner because every ounce of their energy was trying to get healthy again. So let's be a little ahead of the game. Let's be a little kinder, a little nicer, and treat our body and our health just a little bit better than we're doing. Could be the difference between a great healthy life and one where you're fighting to hold on to it. 
Stay Healthy Health Food Store. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Call them at 877-2494 for mail order services. Don't forget to fill out the drawing slip every time you come in for the basket of the month giveaway, which is always cool. It's from some of their favorite companies. And remember that webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. All of the archives are there for on-demand download and listening. You can enter your email address and start partnering up and getting coupons and newsletters, as well as alerts for in-store in promotions and upcoming events. Well, today we're going to be talking about blood sugar. It's a big topic. Uh, big. Uh, probably bigger today than any other time. And a lot of people may not even know that it's an issue that they need to be focusing on. My very good friend Cheryl Myers is going to be here with us today, uh, representing Europharma and Terry Naturally. I think you're going to find her to be fantastic. I know I do. Uh, I'm her biggest fan. She has an amazing way of educating and informing and you just think you're having a great conversation with someone that you've known forever and you walk away and you're educated and informed. Nothing better. Let me give you her very extensive background. Cheryl is the Chief of Scientific Affairs for Europharma. She's a professional with certifications in cancer and pain control and the issues of aging. She's an expert in dietary supplements and natural medicines who has been featured guests on hundreds of radio and television shows. She's been interviewed by the New York Times, Prevention Magazine, the Wall Street Journal as well. Cheryl's a member of the editorial board of the Natural Medicine Journal, and her own published research has included topics such as menopause, diabetes, sleep disorders, and gastrointestinal function. As an expert educator on natural medicine, Cheryl has been invited to give educational presentations at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, the Jefferson Myrna Brin Center of Integrative Medicine at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and other healthcare organizations across America. Sit back, enjoy. You're going to learn a lot today. Help me welcome my guest. Hey, Cheryl. Hi there. It's so nice to be back. Oh, it's been a long time. I've missed you. I You've been wow. busy. I have been. I just got back from Manhattan, fancy New York City, on Sunday night. I was at the Integrative Healthcare Symposium, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite seminars to attend. I love it. Was it well? Was it well attended? Absolutely, absolutely. People are starting to come back and be able to attend live events, and uh, they had some excellent speakers and great topics and. The thing I love about that show is because it's not just uh, naturopathic physicians or medical doctors or nurse practitioners or acupuncturists. It's everybody who's interested in integrative medicine. So you see quite the mix of individuals. I love it. Are you are you planning on going to Expo this year? No, I don't think we're going to go to Expo this year. I kind wow. of miss it, but it's gotten so large oh. that it's hard to make those uh, intimate connections with the retailers. Uh, to talk quietly or to do the things that you need to do to update them about upcoming issues or changes in products. Uh, so we are doing more of the regional shows. I am going this year. It's my 40th. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Well, you, I know. you have to go because you are not just an expert. You're a journalist as well. So you have to go see what's new and great. Yeah, and you know, but I do agree with you. The size has gotten quite amazing, and uh, and you really have to go with a plan and a roadmap and a GPS. That is absolutely for sure. 
So I'm excited today to talk about this topic because like I mentioned at the very beginning, this has become a topic of very much importance. And a lot of people out there may not even know that diabetes is an issue with them. They may be having symptoms and not have any clue, may not be going in for diagnosis. And I, I see it doing nothing but spreading like wildfire because of our lifestyles and our choices. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. But I'm not going to put the blame back on the person because we've done that for so long. And, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, people keep saying, well, you know, everybody has type 2 diabetes because everybody's overweight, everybody's obese. Um, well, no, I think you need to turn that around. I think one of the reasons that we're struggling so much with people carrying extra weight and obesity is because we are having so many difficulties with our blood sugar metabolism. Something is being damaged probably at a relatively young age that changes how we process sugars and carbohydrates. You know, my grandmother had a sweet tooth. My grandmother was born in 1909, my, and she had a sweet tooth, and she baked at home. Back in the day, of course, you know, you didn't get very many opportunities to go out and get food that's already been made. So she was a baker, and I bet five times a week she had a dessert. One of her specialties was cherry pie, and you never had such good cherry pie in your whole life. That woman just loved sweets, and she ate sweets almost every day, and she never carried an extra ounce on her. And I think it's partly because she didn't overeat. It's not like she'd eat the whole pie. It's not like she would take third helpings of mashed potatoes or anything like that. I think it is because she was active and she was making everything from scratch. And, you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago, we didn't have the additives in the food that we have today. We didn't have the exposure to compounds that can disrupt our blood sugar metabolism and set us on the road for diabetes. Well, you know, it's it's been a long journey for a lot of people. And there was a time, I think you probably remember as well, when diabetes was in that geriatric age, old age category, as was arthritis and joint problems and osteoporosis. All of them were on the other side of the wall. You know, once yeah. you hit that 60 and older, but we're on this side going, huh, I got plenty of time until the wall came down. Right. You know, they brought that great wall of China down. I think this wall came at the same time. <laughs> And wow. all of a sudden, all these things are happening. And I mean, I'm talking to people that are young that are experiencing these problems. I mean, I hear from somebody every day that's now a type 2 diabetic. Well, it, you're right. It used to, there, type 1 diabetes has always been around. And type 1 means is an autoimmune disease. And that means your immune system, for whatever reason, some people believe there's a viral trigger. But for whatever reason, your immune system starts to attack an area of your pancreas called the islets of Langerhan, where insulin production occurs. And they destroy it. And it usually strikes people quite young, children, teenagers, sometimes young adults. But usually it's, it's very, very young. And there's one treatment and one treatment only at present for that, and that's to put extra insulin in your body because you can't make it anymore. Those people are not that common. I know everybody knows someone who had type 1 diabetes, but it's not by any stretch of the imagination the most common form. About 5% of people in America with diabetes have type 1 diabetes. The rest is something, as you said, that used to be a disease that we associated with old age. I can remember when I was very young that we would talk about people having sugar diabetes. They'd be in their 80s and they would, you know, and we would blame that they were eating their craving cookies too much or drinking too much Coca-Cola or sweet tea. And that, well, they've now they've developed sugar diabetes. Now their blood sugars are too high. Well, boy, has that changed. We're seeing children, 
children that haven't even gone through puberty yet that have type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is a syndrome that happens with two things. Number one is that in order for your body to use carbohydrates, and whether you eat bread or whether you eat rice or whether you eat a candy bar, they all get turned into the same thing, which is called blood sugar. So when you eat those foods, your body has to make insulin. So insulin is a taxi cab. That's what insulin is. Just think of it as a taxi cab. Insulin picks up the sugar and drives it to its destination. And when it gets to its destination, it pulls up to the garage and it hits the garage door opener. Well, the garage door opener should go up. The taxi drives in, drops off its uh, customer, sugar, and it's used inside the cell to fuel the cell. So it's for bone cells to knit and heart cells to pump and brain cells to fire. So it's not just energy for rollerblading and disco dancing. It's energy for the cell to stay alive and the cell to do its job. Now, sometimes when we start to have disrupted blood sugar metabolism, the same thing happens. You eat some carbohydrates, your body makes, releases insulin to carry them. You're carrying the blood sugar. You get to the, you get to the garage at the cell wall. You hit the garage door opener, and it only goes up halfway. Uh-oh. Well, now you can only drop off maybe half of the sugar that you've been carrying. you got a little bit that gets in there, but not all of it. So what happens to the rest of that sugar? Well, the taxi cab doesn't know. Taxi cabs are not very smart. So the taxi cab just keeps driving around and driving around until finally the body says, well, if you're not going to use that sugar for energy, we're going to save it for later. And it turns that sugar into the storage form of sugar, which is called fat, adipose tissue. Now, in worst-case scenarios, the insulin taxi cab pulls up and the garage door doesn't go up at all. So the cell is starving while the body keeps making more and more and more fat. And that's very problematic. And it's ironic, isn't it, that people keep gaining weight while their cells are starving. It's actually a disease of starvation. In some cases, there's so much disruption that the body isn't able to make as much insulin as it needs to be healthy. And so sometimes we see a slowdown in insulin production as well. So you put those two things together and very bad things happen to our health. Wow. You know, the a lot of people that I, that I talk to today are experiencing, you know, a lot of the symptoms that go along with all of this. And I think a lot of them are experiencing, you know, nighttime frequency or frequency of urination, cravings for sweets. And I mean, there's just a lot of symptoms there. And I don't think a lot of them really know which way to go. I think they're confused. Absolutely. You know, the unfortunate thing is absolutely there are symptoms that can go along with sugar. If you, uh, if you're going to the bathroom frequently, voiding, urinating frequently, if you're very thirsty, if you're perspiring a lot, if your skin is itchy, if your vision gets blurry, all of these can be signs of blood sugar that's just too high. But unfortunately, for those people that have high enough blood sugar to cause damage but not high enough to cause symptoms, they can walk around with blood sugar metabolism problems for years before it's caught and diagnosed and treated. Yeah, and then the thing is, when it when they finally do diagnose it, um, there's a lot of problems. But you know, it's an awareness, don't you think, Cheryl? Don't you think that a lot of people are still learning that they have alternatives on our side of the fence that they may not have known about in the past? You know, there's always ways that you can intervene and make your body healthier, and this is no exception. There are some wonderful natural products that can make a huge difference. 
with how our body uses um, carbohydrates, with how our body metabolizes sugar, with how we get those garage doors to start opening back up again, those there, there are things that can make a real difference. Now, I always have to add the same caveat. You know, you cannot out you cannot out supplement an unhealthy lifestyle. So, if you're continuing to eat tons of processed foods, uh, you think you saw an organic apple once, but it ran away. You know, you just you know you know, you don't eat vegetables. You're just you know got a very bad lifestyle. You smoke cigarettes and you're carrying 75 extra pounds. Will supplements help you? Yes, but they're really not going to get you to where you need to be. You have to make some steps towards change in your lifestyle. But that said, with getting more activity in a healthier diet, adding supplements can just be the thing that makes the biggest difference. Yeah, and I and I agree with that absolutely 100%. So, you know, I want to talk about some of the formulas that you guys have put together. And I definitely want to start with the Sioux Control because this formula has been... I mean, it has been amazing. The feedback that I get from people, plus, you know, as I travel, I travel all over the place and I'll see people picking this up off the shelves in stores all over the place. And I'll say, how's that doing for you? And they're like, you have no idea. And I'm like, really? And they go A1C levels, sugar cravings, and just their everyday little finger prick levels have gotten dramatically different. This this is very unique, but it's extremely effective and carbohydrate metabolism as well. It's amazing. You know, I, uh, I'm very impressed. This is a product that was developed in Germany. And as you and many of your listeners may know, in Europe, they treat botanical medicines quite differently than in the United States. Uh, in Europe, the theory is, if it works, it's a medicine. <laughs> in the United States, it's like, if it fits into our narrow guidelines of what we allow as medicine, then we can call it a medicine, right? So in, in Germany, they've used this for decades to help reduce blood sugar as their first step in helping people to reduce blood sugar. It's a plant called Hintonia latiflora. I bet most people haven't heard of it. It grows in, the, in Mexico and southwest United States. It's been used traditionally. They take the bark and they make a tonic tea out of it. You know, remember the old-time tonics where it's just something you drink, maybe spring tonic, just to kind of help you feel better. Well, the researchers in Germany became quite interested in what are the health properties of the bark of this small shrub or tree and they started testing it and found out that it had tremendous effectiveness for people that are struggling with blood sugar issues. So they started to work on looking at what compounds within the bark, and they found one called cuterogenin, and this has a huge impact on helping those doors to um, open up again, those garage doors to open up on our cells to get more sugar inside the cells so it can be burned as energy. And it has published human studies. My favorite study of theirs is what in 178 people. So it's a big study, and it was a long-term study. It was eight months long. And they had type 2 diabetes, and they were already being treated. Some of them had diet changes, so they had, they had revamped their diet. Well, actually, all of them had revamped their diets, but some of the folks only had diet changes. Some folks also had oral medication. They call those oral hypoglycemics or, or medicines that reduce your blood sugar, but you take them orally. And some of them were using insulin, which is the injectable taxi cab to help get their blood sugars down. And some were doing all three, diet changes, oral medication, and insulin. So you have the whole spectrum. So these people were already taking steps to get their blood sugar down. And they gave them all this Hintonia latiflora, 
three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they saw their hemoglobin A1C, which is one of the best tests to analyze blood sugar health, went down another 10%. Their fasting blood glucose, which is how high your blood sugar is first thing in the morning before you eat, as I said, already on oral or injectable medications and dietary changes, went down another 23%. And my favorite is that at the end of the eight months of treatment, they looked at diabetic complications, frequent urination, thirst, perspiration, itching, um, skin eruptions, nerve tingling, a lot of different things that go along with blood sugar levels, and those complications were down 73%. In fact, at the end of the study, almost half of the participants uh, who were taking medication were able to reduce their dosage. Ten of the participants were able to stop medication use completely. Now, I'm not here. Please do not go to your doctor and say, Cheryl told me to throw all my medication out the window. No. But this shows you that when supervised by a healthcare professional, that you can make changes no matter where you are in the spectrum, you can make changes to make your blood sugar healthier. Well, and you know, it's always nice to know about the complements and the alternatives because I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to someone and they're into their medication for years and years and years. And there is just so much research on the alternative natural that does as well or better. And they had no clue. So I would rather give people the tools and say, look, this is something that's available. This is something that's doing well here and abroad. It is something you should probably discuss um, with your doctor, with your medical practitioner, with your right. whoever, PA? Whoever's managing, yeah, whoever's managing your blood sugar, mm-hmm. something to talk about. And that's one of the beauties of working with uh, health food stores that have connections to people who understand the science behind the products because, you know, you can supply studies, you can supply abstract lists, you can supply anything the doctor wants to see about, is this going to be safe and effective for my patient? Mm-hmm. I and just... For, I, and, no, go ahead. And, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. And for people who are just starting to notice that their blood sugars are creeping up, you know, those individuals where the doctor says, well, you're running 115, 120 as a fasting blood glucose. Well, I'm not going to say it's diabetes yet, but, you know, maybe you might want to cut out the dessert, take off five pounds. So how many people get that advice, right? Well, this is the perfect time to act, to act is, you know, put it on board so you don't go on and develop full-blown diabetes. In fact, I hate it when they say, well, you don't have quite diabetes yet. If your blood sugars are abnormal, I'm sorry, folks, you have diabetes. It's just how bad do you have it? And so if you are meeting the criteria for diabetes, which is consistently running a blood sugar, I'd say over 110 for a period of time, or high hemoglobin A1Cs, you better, you better take action quickly because it's not going to get better on its own. You have to take some action steps, dietary changes, a little bit of weight loss, you know, people that are 100 pounds overweight do not like to be told, take off 100 pounds, your problem will go away. If they could take off 100 pounds, they would have done it already. As I said, it's, obesity is a very complicated problem. So what I say to people is, let's work on five pounds. They have shown that even taking off five pounds over the course of six months can have a positive impact on your blood sugar metabolism. And it's very doable for anyone. 
You know, and the other part of that is, you know, it, it is a piece of the puzzle. You know, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, you need to exercise, you need to drink water. Controllable variables is what I call them. The things right. you can't control. We couldn't control a pandemic. We can no. control what we eat, how we sleep, what we drink, our mind state, our positivity, our activity. Those are all controllable variables, and they're all essential in this big blood sugar issue. But there are things that we can do to take us to the next level. And the Sucontrol is one of those one of those things. I I I do get the question from people saying if I'm on insulin, if I'm on metformin, if I'm on Girardi, if I'm on any of those things, can I can I use these with them? And I always tell, well, you always discuss everything with your medical practitioner. Yes, you you must. You must. But yes, the, the evidence that we have so far on studies that have been done in human beings with similar conditions have not found any adverse effects with using them together. They've only found benefits. And I am often asked, oh, my gosh, is it going to drive my blood sugar down too low? In Uh, any of the studies that have been done, now, I know this may sound like an odd concept, but when we look at Hintonia latiflora, using it for for people who have blood sugar issues, it doesn't exactly push down. It pushes towards normal. So that's a difference with, you know, if you use insulin or or metformin or or diabetes or any of those other oral drugs to help reduce uh, or insulin injectable to reduce your blood sugar, they push in one direction and one direction only. And the more you take, the more they'll push your blood sugar down. That's why you have to be really careful with dosing. However, from what they know so far of Sucontrol D, of Hintonia latiflora, is it does gently and over time push things down, but it doesn't take them outside the range of normal. Once your blood sugar metabolism is working correctly, it doesn't need to do anything anymore. You could probably take 10 pills a day and it's not going to drive your blood sugar down anymore. You know, the way that I describe this product, and I don't know how I got on the topic of this. I was at a, I was in Kansas and I was doing this lecture and somebody asked me about it. And they asked that exact question. They said, does it bring it too low? And I've just said, you know, the way that I think of this product, because I have such respect for it, I said, you know, if you have a teeter-totter and you have a 100-pound person and a 300-pound person on the other side, obviously the 300-pound person's rear end is going to be in the dirt and the other one's going to be flailing in the air. Uh I said, but if you put evenly weighted people and you find that, to use the word homeostasis, that balance, that's Uh the way I describe this product. Yeah, it really is wonderful. And also, think about food. You know, you have to make some dietary changes. Uh, You know, you have to... Start to make some slow changes. You don't have to make abrupt changes, but start moving in the direction. Maybe visit the vegetable section once a week, you know, that sort of thing. There's little things that you can do. But if you change your diet, is it going to drive your blood sugar down too low? No. (laughs) If you change your diet, it's going to push it towards normal. It takes away the things that are causing it to be high in the first place. And that's how Sucontrol D works. It doesn't artificially push down, down, down. It takes away some of the issues that are causing it to be high in the first place. Yep, 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 yep. You know, I I have a great respect for this product, and I just think that it just makes really, really good sense to be able to use something that has a success story behind it. You know, mm-hmm. we, we glamorize pharmaceutical drugs, and, you know, I was just mentioning this on a show the other day, you know, 150 years ago, 
before the pop-up pharmacies were on every corner and the drive-up drug windows and, you know, the handwritten little pads that they write all the prescription medications on were even a glimmer in anyone's eye. We used plants and leaves and trees and barks and roots and tubers and flowers and herbs because that's all there was. But it doesn't take down their success rate at all. And some of these things that we use today are hundreds and thousands of years old. I think they have a track record. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's amazing when we reach back into Mother Nature's pocketbook and start to use some of the wonderful things she gave us. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And I get excited when I think about what else is out there that we haven't even discovered yet. Somebody asked me the other day, they go, when are you going to retire? I said, never. And they're like, why? And I said, because with my luck, the thing that I've been waiting to learn about will come out when I'm gone. And I said, I'm too nosy and too involved. And I have wait 40 some years invested. I'm not going anywhere. I said, when I go, they can stuff me and stand me at the door to hand out flyers at Expo West. I said, I'm not going anywhere. So I want a picture. I, I want a picture of that. All right. Yeah, that would be a good one, wouldn't it? So well, let me ask you a question you... about this in combination, because you know uh -huh. people ask me all the time about berberine. Now, mm -hmm. can those be taken together? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Berberine is an amazing. Now, it's not berberine is not a plant. Berberine is a compound that's found in a variety of plants. You know, like for example, vitamin C. Vitamin C can be found in oranges. It can also be found in lemons. It can also be found in apples. You know, it's a compound. It's not specific to a single plant. Same thing with berberine. So with berberine, this compound has been shown to make a huge difference in a part of our metabolism that has to do with how we make energy. I, and, and without going into crazy levels of details, but, you know, we have uh, molecules called, uh, you know, ADP, ATP, AMP. So ATP gets broken down to ADP, and it releases energy. You know, this is pretty basic. I hope there's no biochemists in the audience. <laughs> They'll be shaking their finger at me right now. But so you go from ATP to ADP. Then a healthy person, then you rebuild the, AT, build the ADP back up to ATP so that you can do that energy production slicing again. Uh, if you really deplete yourself, you drop down to AMP, and then it's harder for your body because now – Instead of adding one more molecule on, it has to add two more molecules on to get you back up to ATP. So there's a compound called, are we ready for the rest of the alphabet? AMPK. And AMPK is a compound that dictates how ATP, ADP, and AMP work and how quickly they can regenerate. And when berberine works on boosting AMPK, it's as if you have gone on a, a low-sugar diet. I mean, it really pushes your, your metabolism into that range as if you were not really eating the level of carbohydrates. I'm not, perhaps not explaining it right. It's not a sugar blocker or anything like that, but it makes your body behave in a far more efficient manner when it comes to dealing with sugar. And in addition to that, because when we look at how our metabolism works, we also have see that high blood sugars, high blood pressure, and abnormal blood lipids like crazy high LDLs and triglycerides and such also can be part of a syndrome that we call metabolic syndrome. And so when I'm talking about blood sugar, I'm always talking about to control D. But when I'm talking about metabolic syndrome, of which blood sugar abnormalities can certainly be a portion, then 
Um, I'm talking about metabolic issues, and then I'm talking about berberine as well. So absolutely, absolutely, berberine can be a wonderful addition to helping people, excuse me, um, get to their blood sugar needs, while at the same time helping with hypertension and helping with um, trying to get those nasty triglycerides down. I'm not a big believer that if your cholesterol is over 200, you're going to drop dead of a heart attack tomorrow. I think we've really overemphasized cholesterol in general. Uh, There are so many other facets that have to do with heart health. And did you know that half of people who die of heart attacks had cholesterol that was in the normal range? So we've kind of emphasized it too much. But I do agree, especially with triglycerides. Triglycerides are a portion of what they measure when they do your cholesterol uh, tests at the doctor's office. I do believe that triglycerides are very highly tied to a lot of physical dysfunction. You know, and the other thing is, you know, I think that everybody should have their blood sugar checked every single day, every single, you know, year, at least once yeah. a year, maybe twice a year, mm-hmm. you know, because I can't tell you how many people say to me, I had no idea. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. I said, no rapid weight gain. Well, yeah, yeah, a little. No frequent urination. Oh, yeah, that's been there. No frequent thirst. Oh, that's been a big one. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, I j- maybe people just don't know what to look for. And no genetic lines. Oh, yeah, everybody in the family is a diabetic. And I'm thinking, okay. I think you're right because it's very subtle when it begins. And you, mm-hmm. you just don't realize how far you're drifting from normal. It's like when your boat starts to go off course. At first, it looks like you're still keeping your sights on your destination. Then all of a sudden, you look up and the destination is nowhere to be found. You just so drift so slowly off the course of normal that a lot of people miss it entirely. And that, the same thing is true with high blood pressure, which, as you know, sometimes comes along with issues with blood sugar, uh, people's blood pressure just creeps up and creeps up and creeps up, and they don't realize that it's getting into a dangerous area. The other thing, and I, I think we kind of skimmed over it, and I meant to say, is that people ask me, am I going to lose weight if I use the Control D or Berberine? Well, I wouldn't position it as a weight loss product. I hate those companies that say, you know, 20 pounds in 20 days, and take our yes, miracle yes. product. Yes. I, I think that's bogus. But it is true, if more of your blood sugar is getting burned in the cell for the cell's energy, instead of being deposited as fat tissue, yes, you are going to lose a little bit of weight without necessarily dieting. Um, In some of the studies on C-Control-D over the course of three months, people might take off two or three pounds, which doesn't sound like a lot, but at least it's showing that it's moving the trajectory in the right direction. Same thing with berberine. People start to take berberine, they might notice over a couple months they take off a pound or two which is better than continuing to put on five to 10 pounds every year that your body is dysfunctional. Well, and you know, the thing is, if you're following a program where you are limiting the things that got you there in the first place, Mm -hmm. you know, processed foods and tons and tons of white carbs and overabundance of sugars and sodas, and you do remove those and bring in a healthier diet, weight loss is pretty much guaranteed when you take away the things that put the belly on you in the first place. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, but I also know people that are trying to make those changes. I, I, how many mm-hmm. times have you heard this, especially from women? That I'm over 50 years old. I eat like a rabbit. I have lettuce and carrot sticks for lunch. I have lean chicken and broccoli for dinner. I have true. a piece of Ezekiel toast for breakfast, and I'm not losing a pound. It's continuing. That you Sometimes diet alone is just not going to get you there. You have to start working on the process by which your body burns up Mm -hmm, those calories. mm -hmm. And 
not only do you lose a couple of pounds and start back on the right road again, but if more sugar goes into the cell to be used for energy, you are eventually going to feel better. Your bones are going to work better. Your thyroid gland's going to work better. Your brain's going to work better. Your heart's going to work better. Why? Because more of you're getting more fuel into the engine. You know, and, the, and you're, to your point, starving yourself is not going to get you there. You're, you're right, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, but the, it is absolutely true. You also can eat Twinkies and Ho-Hos and, and, uh, <laughs> and toast, toaster waffles and Big Macs and French fries. And, you know, you, you know what can't. I mean? You can't. Not, not, I, I always tell, my, my son is a very healthy eater. My son is very trim and fit and he works out. And I think he's a good looking young man. And uh, he's 22 and he, he pays a lot of attention to his diet. And, I, and every now and then he'll go out with his friends and he'll eat something that maybe isn't exactly, and he knows it. That's the problem. He knows too much. And I'll say, listen, if you can eat healthy 80% of the time, Absolutely. you're doing better than 90% of Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, so what if you go to a birthday cake and you have a piece of the, the gooey frosting, I, you know, vanilla cake with clowns on top or whatever? Or, okay, you, you, you shared a decadent ice cream sundae with someone. You do that once a month. You do that every, you know, every now, every now and then. If you have a diet that's eighty percent healthy, you're going to be fine. It's the folks that fall into the unhealthy eating patterns. And my big, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I'm going to get on a soapbox. My, I think one of the biggest demons out there is the sugar and high fructose corn syrup in carbonated beverages, because they are delicious. Uh, some of them have caffeine, which gives people a little lift, so they're addictive. And I've, I've known people that will drink a six-pack or an eight-pack of Pepsi or Coke in or Mountain Dew in a single day. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Cat- what that's doing to blood sugar? That's just, <laughs> I mean, I know people who get more calories from their soft drinks and from the Frappuccino, Wappuccino, whatever, that has the ice cream, I mean, sorry, the whipped cream and the sprinkles on top. They get more calories from what they're drinking than what, what they're eating. I have a friend that stopped every morning. It would have her big coffee specialty drink and a bran muffin every mm-hmm. day, and she was gaining weight. And during the day, she ate really well, but she didn't realize that by the time she got to work, she had 1,150 calories already in her. <laughs> oh, and no. I, finally, I made her sit down, and she was like, oh. And I'm like, didn't you know this? And she's like... I guess I did. Maybe I didn't want to. So she cut those out and all of a sudden weight started adjusting, sugar started adjusting. And she's like, now she drinks a cup of black coffee and she's fine yeah. with that. There you go. There you go. And uh, so, another thing is alcohol. You oh, know, yeah. I'm, I'm not against alcohol. I really mm-hmm. like red wine. I have a couple of varieties that I particularly like. Uh, so no, I'm not, I'm not somebody who abstains. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're, if you drink pretty frequently, if you go out if you're from Wisconsin, unfortunately, Wisconsin is known for the fact that we tend to have a lot of bars in Wisconsin, and some people that live here are kind of big drinkers, and it's nothing for them to go out on a weekend night drink 10 or 12 drinks over the course of the evening. Well, gosh, you do the math. You know, that could be, depending on what they're mixing it with, that can be 2,000 calories. It's just crazy. And when you take your calories in as sugar in liquid, it hits your bloodstream like a freight train. Your pancreas cries out, oh, my God, and it has to start, you know, ramping up insulin. It pushes, 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 so it strains your pancreas. So your pancreas says, oh, my God, look at all this sugar coming. I've got to make insulin. I've got to make more insulin. So it wears itself out making as much insulin as possible, 
it makes them, it overestimates how much insulin is needed because it doesn't understand why all the sugar is coming at it at one time. So it makes the insulin, it takes the sugar out of the bloodstream, but then you've got more insulin on hand. The insulin takes more sugar out of the bloodstream. Your blood sugars go low and you're hungry again. You're hungry again and you're craving sweets again because you released so much insulin, you took away too much sugar. So then it gets into this awful cycle of, you know, you have all these simple carbohydrates ramming into your body and then your body responds by sweeping them out quickly but then overproduces the sweeper insulin and the next thing you know you have what we call reactive hypoglycemia and you're starved again you know i have a friend of mine that loves sweets and Mm -hmm. i know he's heading down that type 2 diabetes road because everything's there, the weight gain and everything. But, you know, he gets the idea. And he won't say he wants sugar. He'll say, I want something with frosting. <laughs> oh, and no. and that's what it's all about. And if he gets it in his mind, he will do it. You know, so he's going to have to take some self-control. So I've been trying to talk about the sucranol and the berberine because I think it would really make a difference. And maybe switching over to maybe more of a higher protein, low-carb diet for a while to give his body a chance to adjust mm-hmm. without all that sugar fuel. But yeah. It's got to be their decision. You know, you, you can want to do be, it for you them. Know, you can't take away something without replacing it with something. Yeah, yeah. If that's, that's obviously giving him some kind of pleasure. It's causing, you know, sweet foods release a little bit of dopamine and serotonin in our brain, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those are feel-good compounds. When yes. you're down in the dump, do you crave Cherry Garcia, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, or do you <laughs> crave broccoli? You know, I mean, sometimes people are <laughs> self-medicating with sweets, trying to make themselves feel better. You can't take away the tool they're using to try to feel okay without replacing it with something else. So if it's truly just food craving, then look at something else that's sweet, like berries. Berries on yogurt or just berries. Berries are have a high sweetness factor, but they're ridiculously healthy for you. Try to swap out the sweets, you know, half the time with berries or doing something with a berry. Berries mixed with, you know, frozen coconut milk or something like that. There's other ways you can get a little bit of sweetness on board without bombarding your body with all these unhealthy compounds. And if they aren't feeling their best, if they need something for their mood, then you have to start saying, let's look at something to help you lift your mood. That's a really, really good point. You know, the kind of transference of one, but then the replacement of something like a better version, you know, that's, I haven't, haven't, thought about that but that makes really good sense i'll be using that because i think it makes really 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 good sense so my Mm -hmm. question is if you're one thing about terry naturally formulas is they are the the serving size dosages are set at a level that makes sense and Mm -hmm. you see great success but you know how people are one is good five is better you know we have a lot (laughs) of that out there so how Mm -hmm. do we approach those individuals i mean i try to get people to follow the recommended first because they there's a good chance they won't need more That's true. Well, I'm from the Midwest, so I'm really cheap. And I don't think that you should pay for things that are not going to be useful for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, With uh, the Sue Control D, the dosage is twice daily for people that are just starting to have some issues. Take it with your largest meal because part, but not all of its activity, has to do with slowing down how quickly foods are turned into blood sugar. So take them with your largest meals. But for people that are already struggling, the clinically studied dosage that was used in the studies that I was quoting is three a day, one each with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. With berberine as well, the clinically studied dose of berberine is 500 milligrams three times a day, usually close to meals. So I would generally recommend that people stick with that. Now, the unfortunate thing with berberine is some people do fantastic 
but some people get some changes in digestion, and it can go one way or the other. Some people start to get a little constipated. Some people start to go to the bathroom a little too frequently. So if anybody has it's one of those few folks that do have problems with berberine, we do have a high-absorption berberine that only has to be dosed once or twice a day. Uh, but uh, but it's you know it's so it's nice to have something to choose from. But I I generally say try the tried and true 500 milligrams three times a day first. If that's just not your cup of tea, you can also get similar benefits using a high absorption form that we have. Well, and you know I think the thing about it is is you know when you start to bring your sugar back into balance, there's uh-huh. some amazing feelings. Your your eyes can change, your energy can change, your thought process can change, your focus gets better. I mean, you may lighten up the load in the belly a little bit, you may have more uh-huh. energy during the day, you may sleep better. There's a lot of things that sugar can negatively affect that we just get used to. Because I think uh-huh. in America, we live in a mediocrity of health and we just get used to it. It's sad, isn't it? But you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Um, especially with the brain. You know, one of, when we look at major depressive disorder, and when we look at Alzheimer's disease and other types of dementia, there are some similar brain changes that happen. And that's chronic inflammation in the brain and chronic oxidative stress. One of the biggest causes of inflammation and oxidative stress in the brain is high blood sugars. In fact, there are some practitioners who call Alzheimer's disease type 3 diabetes because it's people with uncontrolled blood sugar are headed down that road. So when we look at the brain changes that affect how we remember, how we think, how we focus, how we form judgments, and our mood, a lot of it is dictated by how well our brain is functioning because our brain's a machine. These emotions and thoughts and activities don't come out of nowhere, and we have to take care of that machine. Get the blood sugar down. There's some other things you can do. I know you're familiar with our curcumin. Our curcumin, our Curamed 750, um, crosses the blood-brain barrier about 14 times better than ordinary curcumin and has dramatic benefit for reducing brain inflammation. So there's a, a whole protocol of different things that we can use to help people achieve their goals. But yes, when you get your blood sugars down, there is a wonderful domino effect of feeling better in many, many, many aspects of your health. And and I agree with that 100%. And I just think that it does make a difference. And, you know, people that are just learning about diabetes now, you know, many people still think that it's that old age situation. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can't tell you how many of my friends in my in their 30s are now type 2 and yeah. they'll be the first to tell you I have lived a terribly unhealthy lifestyle, but they're making the changes because they don't want, you know, to lose fingers and toes. They don't want to have other kind of metabolic syndrome, radiated diseases and health conditions. And right. and now that yeah, they but, know it, they're getting smart. Yeah. Now, you know, the number one cause of preventable cause of blindness in America is diabetic retinopathy, yes. where the blood sugar damages the blood vessels that feed the eye and then the eye starts to lose vision. And it's bad enough if you're 75 or 85 years old and you develop type 2 diabetes. I'm sorry, and I hope that there's things that we can do to help you. But think how devastating it is when a 12-year-old or a 15-year-old develops type 2 diabetes, and they're living with blood sugar abnormalities for decades. Think of the potential for damage that could do. And that's what we're starting to see is these young kids that are developing more and more difficulties with their blood sugar metabolism because of, of the way that they eat. I mean, the American diet is pretty scary when you look at what people eat on average. <coughs> Excuse me. I just drank water and it went down the wrong hole. <laughs> I know how that goes. I you have know, a like friend. For, 
Uh-huh. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, Americans eat, I've got some statistics, uh, 11 or more servings of grain every day, 200 pounds of flour and cereal products. And in the 1970s, that was 138 pounds. So it's gone up that much in the last 50 years. And as much as 200 pounds of sugar every single year. 200 pounds. In the 1860s, the average American intake of sugar from all sources was 30 pounds. Wow. Wow. And 64 pounds a year of high fructose corn syrup, which isn't metabolized exactly the same as sugar. It's like a combination of sugar and fat, and so it's a double whammy of not good for you. You know, I have a couple of friends that I... I've known that they needed to focus on their sugar, but they just wouldn't do it. So we were all meeting. It was last summer sometime and we were sitting there and I brought my testing kit because I have a testing kit with different lancets. So I could change the lancet. And mm-hmm. I said, we're going to test blood sugar. And, and their faces, they were mortified because there was going to be a reality check mm-hmm. right there. And I said, look, I said, I need you guys to know what's going on. Let's just check it. The mm-hmm. one was 280. The other one was 340. Oh and the other one was close to 400. And I said, okay, now you know. You guys don't need to go get this checked. Just mm-hmm. to make sure what's going on. All three of them went in. All three of them were type 2 diabetics. All three of them had to take medication because all three of them were actually having eye conditions and other things oh going my. on already. But, you know, they mm-hmm. didn't want to focus on it because there really was no reality until it set it right on the meter. You're absolutely right because... Who wants to think about, I mean, it would be terribly depressing to think about all the things that can go wrong all the time. They call that an anxiety disorder. So we want to find some happy medium. We don't want to have an anxiety disorder where all we're focused on is what horrible things can happen to me next. But we also don't want to go blithely through life and think, well, if I'm not dragging my leg behind me by one tendon, I guess my health is just fine. Right. So we we got to find that happy medium with self-awareness but and not avoidance of what's going on in our body so we can take action steps to make it better. Well, I, I want to thank you for this. This this is so much fun. I've missed you so much. I'm tell, glad you took the time out of your day to do this. And thank you for all the wonderful knowledge and thank you for what you do in the industry. Um, always a pleasure. Look forward to our next show. Oh, I always enjoy it. Thanks so much, Jeff. Be well and stay healthy. My guest, Cheryl Myers. Isn't she fantastic? I say it all the time. It's like sitting in the living room, sipping hot chocolate on a winter's night in front of a fireplace with a great friend and just having a conversation. And I know you had to enjoy this because it's just such good information. But make sure you check out all the products from Europharma Terry Naturally at Stay Healthy. High quality, very powerful formulas that are extremely effective and well received in the industry. Uh, check out the berberine. Check out the Sucontrol. Um Share them with your metabolic, your metabolic, your medical practitioners about your metabolism. There you go. And um, let them check them out. It could be something that could make a difference for you, something you could use along with the medication, something as a, a great alternative. But sugar is something you need to focus on. So head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Check out all the products from Terry Naturally. Everyday low prices every time you go in. Stay healthy. Las Vegas' oldest independent health food real t- uh, health food. Wow, I'm having trouble today. Stay healthy health food store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. There we go. Um, they make you feel comfortable. 
you go in there, you get to have conversations and dialogues and they're passionate and educated and informed. And you know, you're going to wish you'd been going there for a long time because generations and generations of families go there. And they go there because of the education, the great selection, because of the full service aspect of the store and the friendly nature and the education that you get every time you go. They are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. They are in their fourth decade. They are a one-stop, full-service location. Put yourself into a priority position and think to yourself, where can I go to get the best information, the best products, of course, great prices, but leave with peace of mind and take care of my good health and well-being? Stay Healthy Health Food Store. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Call them at 877-2494 for mail order services or, you know, on those busy weeks, you really need your stuff, but you don't have the time to go hang out like you love to do. Give them a call, 877-2494. They'll get everything together, so at least you can swoop in and pick it up and be on your way so you don't run out, especially when you're on a healthy journey, especially when you're doing really well. Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. They'd love you to partner up like so many of you have done. All you have to do is enter your email address. Then you get coupons and promotional alerts and newsletters and all kinds of great information, stayhealthylasvegas.com. But I feel the most important thing, because I think education is the key to success of great health in this country, in a world where we really need to focus, the StayHealthyLasVegas.com webpage, all of my radio shows are podcast and archive for on-demand downloads, because information is priceless. And we want to make sure that you have the availability to listen to shows that you missed, re-listen to shows that you want to hear again, or send your friends or family or neighbors or coworkers there to hear a show that you think they can benefit from. I bring you the best guests in the industry, and I always make sure that the topics are relevant to today's world on the topics that we need to be focusing on. It's just that important. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston next to Smith's, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday, 877-2494. Thank you to Cheryl Myers. Thank you to Terry Naturally. Have a great day, everyone. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Tune in Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas. 1340 AM and 98.9 FM for the most up-to-date information on your good health and well-being with the best guests in the industry who are here to help all of us get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. My show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to talking with all of you again. Stay healthy.